0: gold and silver the right way we don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars we'd rather pass that value on to you call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts we'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book the great devaluation call 800-900-8000 that's 800-900-8000
1: ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM will be live in Las Vegas to bring you all the sights and sounds of Super Bowl 58.
2: And no one hung their head, and everybody was ready to go, and now we're going to the Super Bowl, and like I said, we're not done.
1: Get ready for the Chiefs and 49ers in Super Bowl 58 right here on your hometown radio station. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM.
3: Lisey. Seattle's going from having the oldest coach in the NFL with Pete Carroll to the league's youngest. They agreed on a six year deal with 36 year old Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. A big sell- selling point, his reputation as one of the league's brightest young defensive minds, explains ESPN Seahawks reporter Brady Henderson.
0: He's bringing in a proven scheme that has led Baltimore uh, to having what's probably the best defense in the NFL over the past two seasons, certainly the best uh, this past year. I think It's a excellent scheme that has shown uh, last season that it got it can get the most out of players which is something the Seahawks did not do last
3: season. Brady Henderson on Freddie and Harry. Baltimore was number one in the NFL in points allowed, sacks, and takeaways in 2023. Tonight, Damian Lillard back in Portland faces the Blazers as a visitor for the first time since his trade to the Bucs 10 Eastern on ESPN. Cavaliers point guard Darius Garland expected to return from a broken jaw tonight versus the Pistons. Blue Jackets rookie center Adam Fantilli, the third overall pick in the 2023 NHL draft, expected to miss eight weeks with a lacerated calf.
4: Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy, coming up Thursday. If Aaron Rodgers is healthy,
5: I'll tell you what the expectations should be for Gang Green next season. It's on Sportsman-like, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU.
1: This is a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans... It is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection <laughs> of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. O, to the O V. I used to move snowflakes Welcome by the back.
4: It is our number two me. of the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, ninety-two point three FM. Streaming online at ESPNWichita.com. Tune in app on your smartphone and on your favorite smart speaker. Tell it to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Strothman. Jack Johnson is in the producer's chair once again. You can be a part of the show by calling and voicing your opinion at 316-669-4996. 669-4996. Six, six, nine, 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 that number will come in handy in just a little bit. If you have any interest in free tickets to catch the shockers and the UTSA Roadrunners next Wednesday at 630 inside Coke Arena, you'll need that number. Also, if you have any interest in uh, being involved with the grand prize drawing, for the Kansas City Chiefs Bud Light Neon sign. Be ready. When you hear the Travis Kelsey sounder, you have to be caller number three. Caller number three at that point. And if you are, you will be in and running to potentially win a Bud Light Neon sign with a Kansas City Chiefs logo. It's all brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to Sunday, easy to enjoy But Light is the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Must be 21 years or older to officially enter. Meanwhile, the text line, if you just want to text your thoughts, it's a very popular thing to do, 316-247-0923. We talked about Kansas State in our number one. If you want to chime in again with your K-State thoughts in our number two, we can certainly squeeze it in. KU, Oklahoma State. If you have thoughts on that, please let us know. 316-247-0923. Also on social media, ESPN Wichita, across the board, Facebook, Twitter, slash X, Instagram. Go to any of those pages and like and follow so you can see our wonderful content, our digital content. We try to give you a ton of it. Okay. Here in the second hour, we do have Paul Mills' audio in just a little bit ahead of Wichita State-Tulsa tonight. We also have a Who Am I Wednesday with Jack Johnson. Before we dive into KU and Oklahoma State, hopefully you were at Twin Peaks watching both those games because one game was at 7, the other game was at 8 o'clock. We'll be out at Twin Peaks East on Friday at 21st and Rock. Twin Peaks West is Ridge and Taft. Those are the two locations in Wichita. If you want to go catch a game with a great atmosphere, delicious food, 29-degree man-sized giraffes, Twin Peaks is the place for you. Also, might I add, let's say right now you're listening to the show, it is happy hour. You heard that correctly. And no one, and I mean no one, does happy hour like Twin Peaks? Whatever your preference, they have everything from tequila cocktails, an extensive bourbon category to top shelf spirits, cocktails served over ice balls, local craft beers, handcrafted whiskey cocktails. They have an adventurous drink menu that is second to none. And of course, my personal favorite, 29 degree drafts. Twin Peaks, Ridge and Taft, and 21st the Rock make plans to come out on Friday. Shane and I will both be out that way, and we'll have a little bit of merch. So if you're interested in some T-shirts and whatnot, we'll be more than happy to hook you up coming up on Friday. So the Kansas Jayhawks, really no issues yesterday. No issues with the Kansas Jayhawks. They hammered. Oklahoma State's final score, 83-54. to Kansas went into the locker room at halftime with a 44-26 advantage. Didn't look back. The Kansas Jayhawks, though, it was noted by many people on social media that Kevin McCuller, Jr. was not in uniform, and he wasn't out there warming up with everyone. He's dealing with a bruised knee, which he's been dealing with that the last couple of games to get him rest at this point, probably wise for Bill Self, considering what's coming up on Saturday against Houston, you're going to need Kevin McCuller Jr. against the Houston Cougars. You're going to need it. As much as I would like to see a Marco Jackson stay in a starting five, a return for Kevin McCuller Jr. just a wee bit better than a Marco Jackson. Oklahoma State was below 30% for the field at 29% for the game. 17 made a few goals, 8 of them coming from beyond the arc. Kansas, meanwhile, shot 58% from the floor. Kansas, 8 of 18 from beyond the arc. The Jayhawks were 64% in the first half. They had 10 turnovers, so did Oklahoma State's. The points off turnovers were 12 for Oklahoma State, but Kansas dominated in the paint, no surprise, with 44 points in the painted area. It wasn't that long ago when Kansas took on Oklahoma State, and the Kansas Jayhawks hammered the Oklahoma State Cowboys down inside Gallagher-Iba Arena. When you don't have Kevin McCuller, Jr., And I'm sure they knew about it after this past weekend. Surely they were preparing for it. But still, sometimes when you adjust some rotations and you move guys to different spots and you have different combinations, it can throw you off a little bit. But that was not the case last night. And I will say, Jack and I were talking about it, and I'm sure Shane brought it up earlier today, Matt Tate, who makes an appearance weekly on the Shane Dennis Show on Mondays, brought to you by Super Pools, he hinted at this is a game where you can take some of your bench guys, some guys that don't get a ton of action, and you can make it their game. They get some in-game experience. They get a chance to get more confidence we all know that Kansas with Bill Self is not going to have the deepest of benches. And this year, that is for sure the case, considering who he has. You do need to develop some sort of bench presence. Doesn't have to be 18 points per game, you know, from your bench, but it would be nice if that was the case because you never know if one guy has a bad day and you're starting five, that very well could cost you. But the starting five is awfully impressive. I just like the fact that yesterday you saw a guy like a Marco Jackson who has had a very rough season. He went out there, was four of eight from the field, knocked down a couple threes, finished with 10 points, had two rebounds, had two turnovers. His plus-minus was plus 13. If you want to get into the advanced analytics, I don't think uh, some people would think that's a a good plus-minus. Everyone was in the positive, though, but... Out of the five guys in the starting lineup, him and DeWan Harris Jr., funny enough, they were the, the two worst for this Kansas team. But Marco Jackson just immediately in the first half, dribbling into a jumper, taking a confident three. He played loose to me when I watched the game last night. He played loose. It's like there was no one there to hold him back. And I'm sure the coaching staff is is has something to do with that, right? You would think that Bill Self, with his wisdom and the fact that he's a Hall of Fame coach, he's probably going to instruct some players like, listen, uh, I'm gonna need you to not look for that shot because that's not the greatest of shots for you. Armarco Jackson looked like he got the green light and there was just no chain attached to him last night and hey if if this is the game that truly gets him going that could be a beautiful thing for kansas with hopes and dreams of winning another national championship or it could be just a blip on the radar and that's it houston's going to be a very physical team coming up on saturday and you're going to need multiple bodies. I can see Kevin McCuller, Jr., even if he does play in that game, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he gets banged up again. And if that happens, someone's got to be ready for that moment. Maybe a game like this for a Marco Jackson can go a long ways for just his his really his entire career, not only as a freshman, but really for his career. And and talking to some coaches along the way over the course of the last 10 years being in this industry, I like asking coaches about freshmen and how they perceive them and view them. And the one common theme that I hear very often is as the season rolls along, freshmen become sophomores by the time you get to February. like They should know everything now. They should feel comfortable. They should have confidence. That's how they should be. Maybe a Marco Jackson could be that type of guy in February. I wouldn't count on it because, again, Oklahoma State, simply put, not that great of a team. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys, maybe they catch fire one day and, and surprise a team. They might be. KU's got a bad loss to some teams in the conference. Maybe Oklahoma State can be that type of team. Maybe the Cowboys can do that with some people. Maybe they can be the big blemish for a team that finishes in the upper half of the Big 12 Conference. Marco Jackson having that type of success, hopefully it translates to even more in the future for this Kansas basketball team. Johnny Furphy, guy continues to be rock solid with 11 points, pulled down six rebounds. He was 4-7 from the floor. He was 1-3 of from beyond the arc. Hunter Dickinson with a double-double of 16 and 11 you have K.J. Adams with 16 points on 7 of 7 shooting. And Nicholas Timberlake with 7 points. He was 2 of 8 from the field. He was 1 of 5 from deep, but hey, 7 points. But look, this Oklahoma State team just had a, a rough game, but also Bryce Thompson only played 5 minutes. And uh, and we you can't talk about this game without bringing him up because if he was truly healthy and available for the entire game, surely there would have been a little bit more of a punch for this Oklahoma State Cowboys team. It's rough, though, when you see walk-ons checking into the game before the final media timeout. That's never a good feeling. And for Oklahoma State fans, I'm sure that's what the Cowboys are, are feeling at this moment. But, hey, can this game serve as a benchmark for this Kansas team going forward in terms of guys from the bench getting that confidence? Very well could be. Kansas was ready to rock and roll from the get-go. And that's good considering what happened against Iowa State in the game before in which the Jayhawks, they did not play good defense and they allowed 14 threes. And uh, the Jayhawks ended up suffering their their third loss in conference play. But you need that type of game. Just like what we said for K-State to uh, have Oklahoma State come at, at a perfect time ahead of the game against KU. Jack brought up properly that you – You can't afford to look ahead if you are a K-State. However, if there was ever a time to have Oklahoma State, that would be it for the Kansas State Wildcats. Meanwhile, for KU, this comes at a good time for Kansas. You get a chance to play Oklahoma State, get a chance to rest up with one of your All-American players and Kevin McCuller, Jr., and now you gear up for an incredibly physical contest against a Houston team, in your own building. And this is the type of game coming up on Saturday, and we'll continue to talk about it as we get a little bit closer. But this is the type of game that if you truly want to be, and I'm sure some people still think Kansas is a national championship type of team, but if you knock off Houston, not only are are you back in the Big 12 championship race, but most importantly, you really kind of send the message of, hey, we're still – a national championship contender. We can be that type of team. Final score 83 to 54. All Kansas last night. 316-247-0923. Hey Rod is texting. Thanks, Rod. I like it when you guys, by the way, on the text line, you add your names. It makes it a little bit more enjoyable. Cause when I see when I see your your number, like Nate the Great, I have his number in my brain. And there's Mark, who I see on here from time to time. So we appreciate when you guys add your names to it. It's very great. Rod on the text line says, Who is on the schedule for Iowa State, Texas Tech, Houston, and Baylor? Well, I can look it up real quick, Rod. I'll do the best I can. To add, KJ was so good last night. Saturday, his play will be key. And I do agree with that, Rod, because of what Houston has. Houston has the size, has the physicality. They have the energy. They attack the the offensive glass like madmen. That is a good point. And I know we'll have our keys to the game when we get to that point coming up on Friday. Brought to you by Schofield Honda. Appreciate you, Rod. Let me see if I can dig it up here real quick. I know for... The Baylor Bears, they are in Orlando tonight to take on Central Florida. Baylor hosts Iowa State on the third, and Baylor then hosts Texas Tech on the sixth before traveling to Kansas. So the Baylor Bears, will learn a lot about them in their next three against the Cyclones, the Red Raiders, and the Kansas Jayhawks. Meanwhile, for the Cyclones, who are now number 12 in the country, they have Baylor coming up this weekend. They have Texas at home. Iowa State then goes to Cincinnati. I'm sorry, Iowa State then hosts TCU, a team that knocked off Texas Tech last night. Really, Iowa State's schedule, when you look at it, Here's the thing for the Cyclones, you have to play Kansas State for a second time, but you don't have to play Kansas for a second time. Like that was the only time to play KU and you beat Kansas. That could decide some stuff. Very well could. For Texas Tech, the Red Raiders have Cincinnati. They go to Baylor and then they have Central Florida before Kansas. So it seems like a pretty good schedule there, I would argue for for them. And also, too, for Texas Tech, the Red Raiders don't have to play Houston for a second time. Houston dominated the Red Raiders 77-54 to in one of the couple losses that they have. And for Houston, the Cougars have KU and then it's Oklahoma State and at Cincinnati before they take on Texas again. But they still have to play Kansas for a second time. So, Rod, thank you. There's your information. Hopefully that was Helpful, Jack Johnson. I know we can look ahead and talk Big Twelve scheduling for the next next forty minutes to wrap it up. And who the heck knows what's going to happen? Uh, it, it's still the Big Twelve is still crazy, still wild. Not going to really determine a champion in the month of January, January. at least we don't think so. But what was your overall takeaway from the game last night against Oklahoma State?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can read a ton into it and say, you know, KU's problems are fixed now because we all know how bad of a a basketball team Oklahoma State has. And I would go as far to say this might be Mike Boynton's worst team he's ever had. Um, They're probably going to lose upwards of 20 games or so before the Big 12 tournament. But as we've always said in college basketball, whether it is KU or K-State or Wichita State, What do you do to bad teams? You beat up on bad teams. You don't want to have bad teams hanging around and then you're forced to play starters longer than you should. I mean, the reality was Kansas was very banged up going into this game. Kevin McCullough was dealing with a bone bruise. Even Hunter Dickinson had to go to the locker room with some sort of lower leg problem that he was dealing with. But we all know that the big game this week was Houston on Saturday, and I firmly believe that Kansas is going to have to sweep Houston to win this conference outright, just because I don't think Houston's schedule is as difficult as an Iowa State or a Texas Tech uh, the rest of the way. Kansas may have the toughest schedule of all of those top contenders left in the Big 12. But we saw some good things. I mean, Marco Jackson, I think, took more shots last night than he did in the previous six or seven games. And he even said in the postgame that was the most comfortable he has felt so far in his collegiate career. That's good to hear, because even if it doesn't translate to 10 points or 14 points against Houston, you have to have that comfort level because whereas I think depth in the NCAA tournament is a little bit overrated, like I don't think you're going eight or nine guys deep in the NCAA tournament, it's probably more so six or seven. I mean, we even saw with the National Championship squad two years ago, it was Remy Martin and then maybe a little bit of KJ Adams or Mitch Lightfoot, that would give you you know anywhere from seven to eight minutes in an NCAA tournament game, but it usually was that starting five in Remy Martin. Kansas needs that sixth guy for the NCAA tournament, but to win the Big 12, yeah, I think you need about seven or eight guys deep, and that's better because if you can turn to an Elmarco Jackson or a Nicholas Timberlake or a Parker Brown for even eight to ten minutes over this next stretch of games, and they give you good eight to ten minutes – Well, guess what? That gets Hunter Dickinson off his feet, Kevin McCuller off his feet, even Dewan Harris from time to time off his feet, because the best thing you can have, even if it doesn't result in winning a Big 12 title, you have those guys fresh for an NCAA tournament run. And I think last year, Pat, that's what we saw is a starting five that was so worn down by the end of it because there was no depth. You, know, you, you bought into Joseph Yesfu a little bit. It didn't really materialize into much. Bobby Pettiford, mm-hmm. uh, or even Ernest Uday, he gave you a little <laughs> bit in the Big 12 tournament, but yeah. y- you didn't have enough, and that's what I think what Kansas is trying to avoid. This starting five is much better than last year's starting five, but even if this means you know, losing to Houston at the very end of the year, even if it means losing to Texas Tech and Lubbock, and maybe you finish second or third in the Big 12, if you see signs like Tuesday night where Marco Jackson gives you 10 and maybe Nicholas Timberlake gives you seven or eight, that's reason to go okay. maybe even though it's a bad opponent, it's confidence for those guys because you know they're 18. I mean Nicholas Timberlake's 25 but El marco Jackson's 18 years old. He needs confidence more than just, you know, hey, give him a lot of minutes and see how it goes. Like, even if it's a bad opponent, you see the ball go in the hole a couple of times. It's, all right, I feel more confident. I got more uh, of comfort playing in games like this. And, you know, Houston, I don't think he's going to have 10 or 12 points, but if he gives you four to six points and 10 really good minutes off the bench, that's much better considering where you were two weeks ago when you lost to West Virginia, when you lost to UCF, where those guys were unplayable. Oklahoma State is light years away from Houston, but that's one of those big games where you go, okay, starting five's got to be healthy. You hope McCullough can play, but in the final five minutes of the first half, if you can turn to Lamarco Jackson or Nicholas Timberlake and they give you two buckets in that stretch, that's huge in the long run because it gives you rest for those guys and, more importantly, rest for the tournament that we all really care about, and that's the NCAA tournament one.
4: In some ways, you can... I don't know, Do you You might want to view this season, Big 12 title's nice, alright, that's usually part of the expectations of being a Kansas fan, you, you just assume that the Big 12 title is, is yours every year, but maybe this year, just with how the Big 12 season is and how loaded it, it is, they have eight teams in the, in the top 25, right Jack, which I believe that's the most uh, in all of the Power 5 schools, if I recall correctly. I have to go back and look. I just saw that stat. I think it was last night. Maybe things change. But maybe this is the year for Kansas, as you brought up. Maybe you learned a little bit from last year, where the starting five was so run down by the time you got to the NCAA tournament, which is why running into a very athletic team like Arkansas ended up being extremely problematic because they can run. And meanwhile, Kansas really couldn't do that. Maybe this year, maybe... In some ways, it's kind of like the Kansas City Chiefs, to where your regular season wasn't that great, but hey, just make it to the postseason, and then turn it up a notch. But here's the thing, though: college basketball in general. North Carolina falls to Georgia Tech. South Carolina beats Tennessee. You have some of these these games, and everyone's wondering, "Well, my gosh, what's going on? College basketball must be terrible." I still am a firm believer that we we could see a pretty wild NCAA tournament. But we've also said that before in years past, and I'm going chalk. I know I'm getting ahead of myself because we're not even not even close to March yet. Technically, we've still got another full month to go. But maybe for Kansas, maybe that's it. Maybe in the grand scheme of things, it's about the the national title and not necessarily about the Big Twelve regular season championship. 316-247-0923. Head us up on the text line. Jorge, who I think it is he I think you are the only three two three number, Jorge. He's the main Doyers fan. Can't wait until baseball season to talk about the Dodgers and their billion dollar spending, only for them to probably not win at all. But that's just that's just me. 3162470923. Okay. Uh let us take a break. When we come back, we got to get to some Paul Mills audio. I'm getting some text messages. I have to stop and look at the most recent one. I almost wonder <laughs> if that's a text from a response from from someone earlier. Maybe not. No, looks like someone's just sending a text message. Well, maybe I'll sneak it in when we come back. I don't know. We'll see. We'll be back with more right here on The Pulse at ESPN Wichita.
1: The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3
0: FM. Are you looking to step up your outdoor and camping adventures game this spring and summer? Then head out to the Four Seasons RV Open House RV and Camper Show just off I-70 in Abilene. They are opening up their doors this Thursday through Saturday for you to check out their over 100 different configurations of campers and RVs to get you to your next adventure today. Four Seasons RV Open House this Thursday through Saturday. Make that short drive to Abilene. It's Four Seasons RV, where the fun
5: begins. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate on that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use any anchors? (laughs) Now you've got an open floor plan. Trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Based on
1: coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest, sending a top pro to get it
0: done. You don't have to lift a finger except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com to
1: get started. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years, depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com. And Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. Your home's in your hands, you build.
0: Maybe your dream home is the home you already have. With interest rates going up, many homeowners are choosing to do a major remodel with the help of YouBuildIt. Make your own choices, control your own budget, do as little or as much of the work yourself as you want, and have confidence that your remodel is done the way you want it. Call or text now 316-260-2044 to schedule your free consultation or visit YouBuildIt.com. That's the letter U, then BuildIt.com. Your home
1: in your hands.
0: Hey, ESPN Wichita fans, let's live Groundhog Day over and over again. No, but really, meet us at Twin Peaks East starting at noon this Friday, 21st in Rock. We're back at the Lodge with the Shane Dennis Show and the Pulse with Pat Strothman rolling from noon to 4 this Friday, Twin Peaks East. Come enjoy their scratch-made food, 29-degree drafts, and we got you covered with some swag to go along with the scenic views. Friday, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. See you there.
4: I feel like we've asked, well, I've asked this question before, but how do you not think of Paul Rudd and Jason Segel, right? Yep, I love you, man. And, and, And I love you, man? Yeah. Yeah. Terrific. I feel like I need to watch that movie again. It's one of those movies that whenever it comes on, I feel like you have to sit down and watch it. Although it's probably not on TV a whole heck of a lot, but when I see it on a streaming service, I'm definitely popping in and watching it. That's for sure. That movie makes me chuckle quite a bit, and guess who's in it? Shane's favorite, the guy that I'm we were a bring blank. Up. Your boy, I did. I did rock in high school. Want to check? Take. take?
2: Oh yeah, John Favreau. <laughs> John Favreau.
4: <laughs> He's in everything. He truly is. I wonder who the. Uh, I mean, he probably just had a nice, like, his agent just had to have just landed all these deals just perfectly at the right time. Like, he was just on fire. He was probably like, man, woo, here we go. I'm on a hot streak right now. That dude has been in a lot of different things, especially a lot of comedies that we talk about and quote. <laughs> That's for darn sure. Also, too, uh, the other day on, on Peacock, I always just try to put something on in the background. Wolf of Wall Street. There's John Favreau, again. <laughs> In another movie. The guy is everywhere. He is everywhere. All right, before we get the Paul Mills audio, real quick, I know someone brought this up on the text line, which I don't think it would have anything to do with anything. But 316 247 0923. I always try to bring up bring up text messages. If so Travis Kelsey has a mega breakup with his girlfriend, come on now. That's Taylor Swift. Don't forget her name. Would that affect the line? I Probably doubt it. (laughs) Maybe by .5. It would affect some prop bets, though. I would imagine that. I wonder how many Taylor Swift prop bets there are going to be. Because there's going to be how many times it panned to her. I know there's a prop bet that, I don't know if I told you this or not, Jack, but the prop bet was in Canada for FanDuel that Travis Kelsey, it was a simple question of, will Travis Kelsey pop the question after the game? And it was yes, like plus, I don't know, like 150. And then it was like no, I don't know. Like the no wasn't an underdog, though. But regardless, everyone hammered, hammered the, the no, and all of a sudden it went from yes, plus 120 to plus, 1250 in a span of 30 minutes. That's how much money was put on it. And I think there was a mistake made up in Canada for that. So I don't think it would matter if Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift broke up. I don't think it would, it would really matter. I mean, come on, look at them. They're two lovebirds. They're a love story. Baby, just say yes. Okay. Before we get to Paul Mills audio. I just realized we need to get this done now before we dive into the audio. Wichita State in action tonight on the road at Tulsa. Shockers come back home Wednesday, February 7th against UTSA. We're going to be out there. It's our day out there. Hope you can come out and join us, grab some koozies, all that wonderful stuff. Stop by, see your table. We've been giving away a pair of tickets for this game for a while now. We are down to our final pair of Wichita State UTSA tickets. If you would like a pair of tickets, and you could come by and pick these up at some point, call in now at 316-669-4996. Be the third caller. I'll make it easy for you. 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Wichita State UTSA, Wednesday, February 7th at 6.30 inside Coke Arena. If you want to go, call in now. When we come back, (laughs) someone, someone just said boo, boo for that pun, boo. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. All right, Jack Johnson, let's hear from Paul Mills before this thing really gets derailed. Here's Paul Mills ahead of the game against Tulsa tonight.
3: All right, well, um... Off yesterday, um, practice today, a uh, quick trip down to Tulsa and be ready to go again tomorrow, two road games. I think, you know, the thing that we've concentrated on is one of the terms we use is if you're juiceless, you're useless. Uh, we, we just need to make sure that we're rested and have energy given the amount of minutes that specifically Harlan and uh, Colby play. So having two in a week, one of them be a noon tip off on Saturday, um really been focused on probably more of a mental approach than a physical one. Uh, so do our best to get one tomorrow night. It's kind of
0: just talk about going back to the city of Tulsa
3: since, well, since we're at a argue, any emotions? Yeah, none. I mean, spend six years somewhere, and, and I, I tell people this. I have zero hobbies. I don't do anything. Um, if I'm not at the office, I'm at the house. And if I'm not at the house, I'm at the office. And I'm probably doing basketball in both places. So I I couldn't even give you a Tulsa restaurant recommendation. Uh, That's how little I venture out. So um, it's just there's zero emotions. Uh, My daughter, my youngest daughter, is going. She's happy just because she went to school there since the sixth grade and gets to link up with old friends. But nothing for me. Yeah, he he's the second leading scorer, but he's first at free throw attempts. And what he does is a tremendous job of, of getting to the rim. And you know, I was aware of him when he, when he originally signed with TCU, and uh, aware of all his high school accolades and and how downhill of a player that he is. But he's also um, does does a good job of. Back tipping and getting his hands on a lot of basketballs defensively, so uh, it'll it'll definitely be a challenge. If you if you look at the metrics, um, the ability to keep the other team off the free throw line is pretty significant when you play a team like Tulsa. We've done a good job uh, of defending without fouling. I think we're 38th in the country right now. But if you go back to the South Florida game, they shot 22 free throws to our 12. And and at the end of the day we can't allow that free throw disparity to occur. So for us we have we have to be able to defend without fouling and, and PJ's a huge part of that. And I guess you guys have momentum after this last point, How important is it to just continue to carry out that momentum Yeah, yeah, you need to stack Dave's together. Um you need to stack practices together. You need to stack days together. You need to stack film sessions together. So, uh, th- this is this is pretty important uh, for for a psyche of a basketball team. That uh, you know, winning winning road games is a different mentality, and and you you have to be able to to be dialed in, and more importantly, you need to be fresh. But it, it's a uh, it is important. When you look at the
5: the offense against SMU. Did anything strike you? Was the pace better? Uh, the assists were obviously up, or was this just a case of we turned the ball over less so we got more shots?
3: Uh, I thought the pace was awful um, and showed the guys that yesterday in film. I thought that we kept it simpler and probably joysticked it a lot more than normal. Um, and so that, knowing that that there, I think we'll have better pace on Wednesday, uh, but so some of that is guys just knowing what to do, you know, and, and there's still some some uncertainty uh, with Bijan when he's in that quarterback position, just where he should be, and details matter. And unfortunately, from the opening possession to even later, uh, I, I think that there's a lot more confidence with Xavier in knowing what to do when you joystick it. Uh, but we we have to get Bijan on the same page. But I think a lot of that is is probably what helped. Can
5: you explain that just like joystick? What do you yeah, mean? like
3: like you know on two K when you're playing a game and you tell the players where to go. Uh, and so back in the day, uh, yeah, I had an Atari system, so they called it a joystick. Uh, so that's that's probably. Like when you go play the old Pac-Man games, you had a little joystick that you control the uh, – I I think we just told the players where to be from a formation standpoint, from a call standpoint. And we kind of gave them they, – they had to make plays, but uh, we, we kind of uh, were pretty dictatorial on formations and where everybody should be. When you
2: look at it, uh, I thought you got a lot of good looks at the
5: rim, uh, especially early. A lot of them, you feel like there's even more to build on
3: there, just the, just the finishing of the run. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, going back to the question you asked earlier, like the pace isn't great, uh, I mean, the timing isn't great, and and that has to occur. Uh, you know, some of it is you know, run, running certain guys off of an exit screen, Harlan, for instance. I mean, his timing it was really bad. Uh, When people who are down there a lot, Colby for instance, they kind of understand the timing, the screening angles, where to screen, you get too close in, you're going to bring the defender in, and it's not going to allow you the look that maybe you're trying to get. So I think all of that plays a part, but uh, the finishing can improve, uh, but at the end of the day, the pace, you got to be more difficult to to guard than, than the flow at which we went the other day. Yeah, uh, it's a great point. You know, I, I've told the players this that if they were in my seat and I was in theirs, what what would they want? And, and all players say the same thing. They, they they if they were the coach, they would want their team to play hard and and uh, give great effort. And you know, the one thing coaches want is consistency. It's hard to game plan uh, if you go into a game and you're like, we have no idea what we're going to get from this guy. Could be on, could be off. Uh, and if you get that from a lot of players and you don't know, uh, it's really difficult to to come up with a strategic game plan in order to give yourself a chance. I, you know, the example that I use is Colby Bryant. Is you knew what you were getting defensively. You were going to get a menace. And then offensively, you were going to get at least 12. And there were some nights where you were going to get 81, uh, but, but you knew you were getting 12, and you knew that 50% of the game he was going to be a menace. So it, it's just trying to get – consistent efforts and, and players need to know they probably touched the ball. Um, for instance, Colby, we've, we timed it. I mean, you touch it all of 36 seconds during the course of a game. Um, that's it. I mean, it's in the, your hands, two seconds, and then you're getting rid of it. Um, I think his average was, a, we had a 36 second game, but his average is right at a minute 18. Well, what are we doing the other 38 minutes and 48 seconds, 42 seconds? Like, what are we doing? And, and we have to be dialed in and engaged there. But what you want is consistency it is definitely a big part of that. And, and Colby provides that.
2: And uh, SMU, you know, they were one of the best field goal percentage defenses in the country. And to, uh, so to get that many good looks, I know you said you didn't like the pace, but what did, what did the guys, what did they do a good job of to produce a lot of good
3: looks? Yeah, um, again... I think if you know a team's ball screen coverage coming out, uh, then you have an idea about what I should do. You know, so sometimes players, you know, are they in drop? Oh, I didn't know they were in drop. Oh, they're blitzing. Oh, they're hard hedging. They're turning us away. Uh, I thought, one, guys kind of understood this is, you know, usually teams, whatever ball screen coverage they have, they usually keep it, uh, usually don't switch it up. But I thought it was the days up to the game um, that guys really understood that when you get to on you've done your job. You're a good player if you can attract to. Just get rid of it. I thought that's exactly what happened is you look a lot of those times, Xavier – has two uh, people on him. Uh, all right, get rid of the basketball. And let's figure out what the next basketball play is. But I thought more than anything that that's what we did. And then um, to some degree, guys understood after beginning in the second half, they understood the, the the quality of the matchup that we were trying to get, whether it be a player at a specific place or a defensive guy uh, matched up with one of ours. And I, I thought from an intellectual standpoint, they understood – what was trying to get done and then took advantage of it.
0: You guys had a lot of success on the offensive glass, 21 second chance
5: points against SMU. Tulsa not great on the offensive glass. How important will it be on tomorrow to get the offensive rebound to get
3: those second points? Yeah, if you look at the last five games, um, Tulsa's got thirty six O boards, whereas the opposition has 62. And and they play good teams. and And, you know, that's something that we need to do a good job of, but we can't trade it. You know, at the end, we need to be able to dominate the glass and limit them to one shot. The big key with Tulsa is is defending without fouling. You have to be able to do that. Now they're 36th in the country in tempo, so getting back is super important uh, in order to set your defense. But when you get it set, we, we need to be able to defend without fouling. And then this isn't this is pretty cliche, but uh, we do we do need to do a great job on the glass.
4: There you go, that's Paul Mills from yesterday's press conference ahead of tonight's game against the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Shockers get their first conference win under Paul Mills. Let's see if he can make it two in a row after getting that win on Sunday against SMU. Let us break. When we return, we will do Who Am I Wednesday? and We'll see if Jack can guess it correctly in just two takes. He's averaging between two to three clues. He's a cheat code. We'll see if that continues next here on The Pulse.
1: This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM.
4: Man, the weather, it is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful out there. Well, let me tell you. If you got some time here this evening, I would highly, highly recommend making a short trek down to Brayman, Oklahoma. Why? Rock and Brews Casino in Brayman, Oklahoma. Get ready for a rockin' good time at Rock and Brews Casino, Brayman. They just got done with their Grab a Grand Weekend's. Every Friday, they had winners get $500 in free play. And on Saturday, winners got a rocking $1,000 in free play. It was a -a grab-a-grand weekend all January. Here's the thing. Don't forget two times the primes. Here's why I need to make the short trek down to Brayman, Oklahoma. Because two times the primes is back this year. Every Wednesday, enjoy two prime rib dinners for just $25. Each served with a juicy 8-ounce prime rib, baked potato, fresh broccoli, and ice cream dessert. Only at Rock & Bruce Casino Bremen. just a short drive down I-35, exit 231. Eat, win, rock on.
2: Hi, this is Brian Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Blake Davis with a great deal on Most Wanted Vodka, 1.75 liters, just $18.99. And if you're looking for a great wine, Joel Gott 815 Cab, 750 ml, only $13.99. Davis Liquor Outlet,
0: each store independently
5: owned and operated. Neighborhood locations with superstore pricing. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 516 9931 That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, uh, starting trouble. No one likes that we can get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we can take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $79.99. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Get it auto Restrictions apply.
2: Ready to dive into the ultimate summer experience in 2024? Look no further than Super Pools. At Super Pools, we believe every family deserves a slice of paradise, and it's our duty to make this process as seamless as possible for you and your family. So why wait? Call Super Pools today at 316-880-3900
1: and let us turn your backyard into a stunning oasis. We still have a few spots left this winter, so lock in with us today. SuperPoolsUSA.com or 316-880-3900.
0: Don't forget, we dig fun.
1: Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. The
2: Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. I, I don't like losing any any games. We always had everything we wanted in front of us, and we had that mindset. Coach Reed preaches that every single day we come into the building, and no one hung their head. And everybody was ready to go, and now we're going to the Super Bowl, and like I said, we're
1: not done. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM.
4: we got to mention, congratulations, Kathy. She won the final pair of tickets to see Wichita State and UTSA coming up on Wednesday next week. Appreciate you all calling and partaking in that. Coming up tonight, we have, well, we have Saran Petro with the program, but after that, we have our latest installment of the Road to Hartman Doubleheader of the Week. It is all the way up in York, Nebraska. York and Tabor taking place tonight. Chance Lebo on his way up there. I'm sure he'll grab a Runza, would be my guess. Tune in starting at six o'clock right here on ESPN, Wichita. Also, too, on the text line 316 247 0923. Man, I thought I felt old before. That dude didn't know what a joystick was. <laughs> I remember playing with a joystick, but some people, some people just have never done that. Some people have never done that. Okay, Jack Johnson, who am I Wednesday? I am a former NFL player. I'm going to try to make it difficult.
2: All right. (laughs) Michael Irvin. (laughs) I
4: I like it, Uh, but no, that is not the case. Ah, let's see. What do I want to do next? See, I'm shooting from the hip. I always like shooting from the hip with some of these. I was drafted in the first round in the 1996 NFL draft.
2: Hmm. I'm assuming this is going to be a famous player, but I couldn't tell you who was in the '96 draft in the first round. I'll pass.
4: That's okay. That's okay. That's fine. It's okay. I'm sure this is the one that's going to give it away, but I could be wrong. Although I could just say I could skip that part. When I was drafted by this team, they were the only team I played for from 1996 until 2012.
2: Ooh. Well, I'm thinking 90s wide receivers. I feel like Keyshawn Johnson went around there, but Keyshawn Johnson played for multiple teams because he's one of the few mm-hmm. I think that he might be one of the only ones that went 1-1 as a wide receiver, so it's not him. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy.
4: I wonder like, where this guy would rank with the other ones.
2: I'll have to pass on this one as well.
4: Okay. I was drafted by the Baltimore Ravens.
2: Man, spent an entire career there. Mm-hmm. Anquan Bolden went elsewhere.
4: Mm hmm.
2: Oh, Anquan Bolden, what a pull. <laughs> what a pull. God, and it's a wide receiver? I didn't say a wide receiver. Oh, that's why I'm mixed up here. Well, if that's a. I didn't say wide receiver. Okay, sorry. I don't know where my mind was thinking wide receiver. Um, I don't. I don't know. I didn't say wide receiver. Though, yeah, no. So I don't think you done. did. I think my brain just went somewhere where it wasn't supposed to. So, Raven, if we're talking uh-huh. all time, oh, would it not mm-hmm. be Ray Lewis? It's Ray Lewis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we talked about him today. Yeah. So. No,
4: you're good. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, when J- when Shane brought it up, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Ray is the guy I'm going with because of what <laughs> happened today
2: God, in wonder, sports history. I wonder why without wide receiver. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, you, I,
4: Well, you're probably thinking of, like, you know, who's got the greatest chance of being in the NFL for a long from time, 1996 maybe. to 2012, you yeah. know? I don't think linebacker. you think linebacker. No. Maybe not I mean, time period, but not anymore. People, no, not anymore. So, And I was going to say cover up a, of a Madden. You know football game. Yeah, there you go. Got that one right (laughs) away. Also
2: involved in a murder. That could have been that could have been the last (laughs) ten. If I was still. That
4: could have been the last one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay.
2: What do you got? Mine is a current college basketball coach.
4: Oh, uh, Shaka Smart.
2: All right, I made two (laughs) Final Fours in the last twenty years. (laughs) <laughs> what uh
4: i don't know uh john calipari
2: i have coached at four different schools all of which i have had actually one of these he was 500 so three of the four a winning record overall rick patino i previously coached in the I big 12 <laughs> From 1994 to 2006, and now I'm back in the Big 12.
4: Oh, Kelvin Sampson. There you go. Yeah. That was good. That was a good one, though. When you say, like, oh, a couple of Final Fours in the last 20 years, I'm like, man, you can... A lot of them. It doesn't mean that you have to stop at just two. Like, you know, I'm thinking, like, you could have made it, like, 18 times, and we've been all right. Good old Kelvin Sampson. He'll return to Allen Field House on Saturday. Wonder how... That will go, hopefully good, if you are a fan of the Crimson and Blue, which you don't have to be, which is fine. But, for me, a KU alum, yes. But also, too, we are the radio home of the Kansas Jayhawks. We'll have that electric game right here on ESPN Wichita. Good stuff, as always, Jack. If you missed any of the show today, you can always go back and re-listen to the program. ESPNWichita.com, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast. For producer Jack Johnson, I'm Pat Strompman saying so long, Wichita. You enjoy tonight. Please enjoy the weather. Get outside. Soak up the sun. It's wonderful to see the sunshine and also the high temperatures that come with it. Have a good one, Wichita. See you tomorrow at 2 o'clock.
1: new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.